Hello and welcome to the We're Over 9000 podcast. I'm your first host, Duncan. I'm Dylan. And we're over 9000. Ho, ho, ho. Don't call me a ho. You are my friend. Ah, uh, and, and this, this is, is our show. show. Every Monday, the show is out on iTunes. This is our dream. Ah, uh, we, we talk, talk about, about video games and anime. Whoa, we're over 9,000. Anyways, <laughs> hello and welcome to a sort of Christmas holiday. Um, it's during the middle of finals, so we're working on a lot of homework and sleeping a lot podcast. We're going to be talking about our favorite games from this past uh, year, 2017. Uh, since this will probably be the last podcast that we release uh, before break, ideally we would like to be able to record over break, or at least I would, but I also don't want to bring my microphone home, because I feel like that's a waste of time, and it's not really going to be that useful. So this will be the last podcast of this year. Hopefully next year um, we'll do these every Monday. They'll get released every Monday, or we'll pick a different day. We'll just figure it out, whatever day works best for us. And uh, they'll be great, and people will flock to them, and we'll be the talk of the town. Which town, though? Uh, this town. Milwaukee. Well. Where we live. Whichever town you are in, dear listener, that's the town we're in, too. Yeah, we're here right? for you How about in that, that town. sports team? Boy, didn't you hear about how your sports team, sports team <laughs> did a great job last night? Or if they didn't do a good job, come on, sports team. Yeah, right? Come on, uh, leader of said sports team. Could have done a better job. Uh, so we're wasting a lot of time here. <laughs> and we have a lot of things to talk about. And I only have 34 more minutes of free upload on SoundCloud. So I don't want to pay for it yet. You better start paying for SoundCloud. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to pay for it next year. But not now. Well, you can edit this bullshit out. Nah, that's okay. I'll leave it in. Who gives a fuck? Especially you. You can just edit out all my parts and it'll just be you. And you're like, yeah, that's a good opinion. Great job, Dylan. Well, oh yeah, I'm, I agree with you. I'm a lot closer to the mic than I usually am, so I think I'm peaking a bit. All right, so today, like I said, we're talking about our f- top five favorite games of. Say so you're reaching a climax. No, we're not reaching a climax. Get off of here! It's peaking. I'm peaking in on you while you sleep. Uh, top five favorite games. Not a sleep <sighs> talk. Dylan, go. What's your number five oh, favorite uh, game? We're going to switch off, and we're going to kind of comment on each other's picks and say why we like them and give them like a little short rating. A little preface is that top five, there, there, there hasn't been that many games that I've played this year. So even my top five might not include the greatest games, but they're still games that I like that I played this year. Yeah, that came out okay. this year. So my number five is uh, Fate Stella. Is it really? Uh, that's mm-hmm. interesting. Um, because while it's just another Dynasty Warriors game, and, and it, and literally, it, has, it literally is yeah. just Dynasty Warriors. It has a, a sort of fate touch to it, as in it has a lot of reading to it, and it has an okay story. Maybe not as great, as, obviously not as great as the actual visual novel. Right. But I think that I liked it. I enjoyed the, um, I enjoyed the story to it. I wish that it had more characters because I also played Hyrule Warriors, which is the same kind of deal, and they had like double the characters, and I think it worked better. But for what it is, I think that it deserves a number five spot. It also could have had more enemy variety and more i think i think well like everything more. everything you've said so far I, I i agree with to a certain extent but i think the biggest thing for me was more maps 
There's really only four zones, four or five zones. And not to have to fight the same final boss Mm -hmm. three times in a row. Yeah, and they even saved money by just like, you have the same, not even just the maps, you have the same kind of... um, It's the same story three times. Same same story like twice, and then the third time is similar, but like it's... It's sort of different. It's a little different. And then the fourth time... So they saved money already. They could have. Anyway. Um, uh, what would you give it? They didn't have the final boss to be the same as the other final boss. That's true. What would um, you give it out of 10? I would give it like a solid 6.5. 6.5? Yeah. So like better than average. Mm-hmm. Not quite great, but definitely no. good. If they had more map variety, I would bump it up to like a 7. If they had more unit variety, then I would bump it up to like a 7.5. All right. So before I say my top five, uh, I'm going to just give my two honorable mentions, which are to Danganronpa 1 plus 2 Reload. Um, I would have honestly put it on this list, but I kind of felt like it wasn't a big enough change from the original games totally. or the release on Steam. Mm-hmm. So I feel kind of bad about putting a re-release or a collection on here. And that also goes for my second honorable mention, which was Kingdom Hearts 1.5 plus 2.5 and to a certain extent 2.8. Sure. Since they're mostly just rehashes of previous games on previous platforms on PS4. It's true. But they were great, and we enjoyed playing them when they came out. Uh, definitely... Mm-hmm. Less so 1.5 plus 2.5 because we played Kingdom Hearts a lot. But Danganronpa, for sure, we enjoyed a lot. I have um, an honorable mention, too. However, I'm not going to say it because I figure it might be on your list. So oh, I'll wait oh. till after if it's not. So number five for me, um, I'm actually kind of begrudgingly putting this on here. Okay. Um, it's Zelda Breath of the Wild. Everybody loved it. Mm-hmm. I was mostly okay with it. I mean, it was really fun for what I did. You know, like there are parts of it that I really enjoyed. I was getting really yeah. into it. You know, it was nice that I had it in handheld mode. Um, I only brought it to class like once or twice. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, it was mostly, you know, come home, do my homework, play some Breath of the Wild. And that was a lot of fun while I was doing it. You know, it had great world. It had a great world. The music, I think, is one of its weakest parts. It's a little lackluster. It's supposed Especially to be a Zelda game. It's supposed to be atmospheric, but I would prefer, I would have preferred, you know, to hear another Song of Storms, another Ganondorf's theme, you know, these classics that we've heard so much before. The weapon durability, everybody complains about it. I didn't find it to be a problem. Yeah. I thought it made for interesting. You had to, and if you had like a nice weapon, you had to like choose who you were going to use it on. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it could have been cool if they had something to like repair it somehow. Like yeah, the, like, the really good weapons. But I agree, it's a cool idea. It's nice that none of the weapons are truly you. You break it, you lose it forever. You can always find another version mm-hmm. somewhere, and that I really appreciate that. The costumes were a lot of fun. Um, the amiibos were nice. They added a decent amount into the game. The storyline, I thought it was going to be deeper, and I'm kind of disappointed that it wasn't. Uh, so mostly, like for me, like I felt like it was huge, it was sprawling, but it kind of felt empty. Yeah. The side quests were mostly fetch quests. The Korok seeds aren't fun, and the shrines are too short, and I would have preferred actual dungeons. Yeah. The four dungeons that we got, I thought were honestly shit. Like Maybe one of them was good, the other three were garbage. And the bosses in them. Mm-hmm. They just weren't that good. No. The last boss was okay, but... Um... But yeah, I, so, I didn't play it that much. But uh, when you said that you wish you had a deep, it had a deeper storyline. I think that works for me for like three games that came out this year. Yeah. Um. Like I'm not going to talk too much about one of one of them, but near obviously. Um, wish it, it had a deeper storyline. It, it feels like it has like a it deep, probably has deeper, but like it, it feels like it's deep when you first look at it. Yeah. Like how, when people talk shallow. about like with Rick and Morty where it's like everybody always assumes it's like super deep but it's not mm-hmm. actually as deep as no. they think. That's near too. Yeah. And then um, the other one is on your list so I'm not going to talk about it. What do, how do you know it's on my list? I'm assuming. Oh, okay. 
Uh, but I'm going to give it a 7, 7.5 out of 10. Hmm. That's actually a little generous for how I feel about it now. You know, so once I beat the game and finished all the shrines, I literally haven't picked it up again. And I probably won't until the Champions Ballad DLC comes out. Which is good, though, that they're giving DLC for it. Anyways, uh, Dylan. I yeah. talked for way too long about that. Uh, Sonic 4. I'm kidding. It's not Sonic Oh, my God. It's not Sonic Forces. <laughs> has better soundtrack than Zelda. It did anyway, have a better soundtrack than um, Zelda. My next one, you're probably going to have a bit of an issue with, but it's, it's Danganronpa V3. Um, I, you're perfectly... Yeah. You can put that on but your that's list if you the want. Only, we talked about this before. We had a whole thing about it. But the reason that it is on my list is because I don't get that affected by like endings as much as I probably should. And even though I didn't like the ending like at all... I thought that the rest of the game was fun, and if I was just rating on that, I think it would get a much higher rating than my overall rating. Right. Um, and I'm not going to talk about it too much, because obviously we had a whole thing on it. So if you want to listen about that, go back and find out. Five, we'll listen to the but first podcast. But I think podcast. it had good characters, maybe not as best, good as the second one, but better than the first one. Has great music. Um, had some interesting mechanics that they put in there. The the UI is great. Fixed, some, fixed up some a couple things, polished it a little bit. The style is great. Yeah, so... Is up there my number four and my rating? I don't remember what I gave it before, but I'd give it like a eight, eight seven point five. I think you like gave that. it an eight, and I gave it like a seven, seven mm-hmm. and a half. And I agree pretty much with all of your points. I just found that I, it probably should be on my list, honestly, in place of my number four. But I just didn't. Yeah, the ending. Bullshit, <laughs> boy. Uh, my number four. Um, I kind of cheated a little Sonic bit. Sonic Forces. <laughs> Sonic Forces. I kind of cheated a little bit with this one, but I feel like it was different enough from the original game as like a remake that I felt like it wasn't just porting it to a new platform. Sure. And that's um, Zero Escape, the Nonary games, specifically Nine nine Hours, Nine Persons, Nine Doors. Solid. Because they remade all the environments, they remade all the sprites, they v- gave voice acting to the whole game, and I appreciated that it was on PS4. I yeah. loved being able to play one of my favorite games of all time mm-hmm. with Dylan, which with we, which we, prob- we could have done on DS, but I'm glad that it was on PS4, yeah. which allowed us to have a closer um like reactions Mm -hmm. to it and um pretty much i liked everything about the game i liked everything that they did with it some of the voice acting was a bit wonky and i didn't like the addition of adventure mode Mm -hmm. which is weird i'm kind of one of those people who like i don't like when they put in things for people who want to speed through a game like casual mode and fire emblem where your units come back after they die i I don't like that i would prefer that they didn't put it in the game at all and that's how i felt about this i would have preferred that it was just the novel mode, which is not just dialogue. It's also like text explaining what's going on. So it's still mm-hmm. a visual novel because adventure mode just makes it dialogue. That being said, I love the game. I'm going to give it a nine because not just for the memes, yeah. but also because I really, really, really fucking like the game. And yeah. Uh, the thing about uh, yeah. 999 is uh, we played all three of them. Three, yeah, three of yeah, them. There's three of them. And 999 is awesome. It's a great game. It's amazing. It's a it's a fantastic game. If they kept that art style through all games, I know. It'd be amazing. I know, Dylan. <laughs> oh gosh, that was a peak. But you know what? I've almost I, I would love to go and like demake Virtue's Last Reward. Yeah. But um, no, it, with with just that one, it, it it's a great game. Um, highly recommend it to anyone who has a DS or a PS4. Recommend the other ones less, but still, if you like the the world and the story, then pick it up. It's also on PC. Yeah, it's on PC too. All right, Dylan, what's your number three? Sonic. No, it's not. Sonic Forces. <laughs> um, Better oh, music than Breath of the Wild. I'm I'm cheating a bit with this one too because I put uh, Kingdom Hearts 2.8 on there. 
So it has a remake of... Less so than 1.5 plus 2.5, yeah. I'd say. It has a remake of uh, Dream Drop Distance, which was originally on the 3DS, as well as an original game called 0.2. Uh, like game-ish. It's a tra- games it's a with heavy, yeah. heavy quotation marks. Mm. And then a, a movie. How long is the movie? Like three hours? Four hours? No, it's like two and a half hours. Two and a half hours? So it's, like, it's, it's a long it's, movie. It's like a movie length, yeah. Uh, and I thought the movie was good. It, it it didn't really explain too much to me, which I found strange. Probably could have done more. But it had great voice. had solid voice acting. Great voice <laughs> it, cast. It had great voice acting. It had solid... It had solid voice acting. It had voice acting. <laughs> it definitely had voice acting. In both uh, English, French, German, and Egyptian. Um, yeah, Egyptian, wait. It's like the second time you said Egyptian yeah. on the show. Uh, and then the 0.2 mode where you play as Aqua was a lot of fun. It was obviously short. Like two hours short, if not if that. But I, I found completing it to be an enjoyable experience, and I think that Dream Drop Distance, even though I didn't like it so much on the 3DS, I love love the story. I think it's a great story. It is a little confusing at times, but the gameplay I just couldn't really get my hand my head around right away on the 3DS. I mean, hand, hands around, hands around, the 3DS, head around. Yeah. Um, but on the PS4, for some reason, it just I felt that it worked for me. Yeah, I actually prefer Dream Drop on the PS4. Mm. I mean, yeah, it's still kind of empty and open, the environments that they were in Dream Drop, but at least you're able to bounce around better. Yeah. I think it transitioned a lot better than Birth by Sleep did, that's for sure. I think it's also 60 FPS. Which is really nice. It's awesome. If, if you, I can't even play the original Kingdom Hearts games anymore. I'm like too used to the 60 FPS. Yeah, like if we so were to go nice. back and play them on... I tried playing it with my little brother and it was just yeah, so difficult. Um, so overall, I'd give the whole package like a solid... Eight, really? Yeah, because Dream Drop Distance boosts it up quite a bit. I see. I in as I've gone back to it, I really don't like O point two. Like I really hope that three it does not play like O point two because I don't yeah. enjoy how O point two plays. Yeah, some of the gameplay is a little. Uh, it's a little hard to make it your. It's like when you take damage, it isn't really your fault. Yeah, which is but strange. You put it at your number three. You gave it an eight. Mm-hmm. Good for you. Yeah. Um, What's your number three? Can you guess my number three? Uh, Odyssey. Uh, no. My number three is Lady Layton and the Millionaire's uh, Conspiracy. Yeah, that's that's the one that I was going to give an honorable mention to. Because I didn't beat it yet, but I like it. Um, I honestly, like, like, in hindsight, I don't know if it really, like, if it should be a number three on my list. Because I, I, I really like the game, you know, from pretty much a conceptual perspective. The music is great. The models are great. The characters are great. I love that you can decorate your office. I love that you can dress up Catriel in different outfits. Mm-hmm. I love all that stu- stuff. I didn't think I'd like the talking dog, but I do. I like the butler. All that stuff's great. Unfortunately for me, the puzzles were really lackluster. They weren't up to professional standards. I think since the original trilogy, the puzzle quality has been going downhill. And as much as I like the case-by-case structure, I felt like they could have done more with it that they didn't end up doing. Like, you know, there's like a murder case. There's all this stuff. But it didn't really feel like there was no story connecting it. Yeah. Like, the the final case is like this big, like, oh, all the millionaires are involved in a conspiracy, like in the name. And I felt like it just kind of came out of nowhere. And I was like, I would have liked to have seen these hints being dropped throughout the game instead of just dropped them at the end. Yeah. So since the game was so immensely popular, it's one of the most popular latent games to date because it was on iPhone and on 3DS. And they had that whole um, real world puzzle solving thing ahead of time. They are probably going to make a sequel, which I'm really happy for because 
I'm excited to find out the big mysteries, like who is Catriel's mother and where's Professor Layton. But um, I hope that they kind of take the criticisms that were levied at this game to heart when they go on to the next one. Yeah. I'd give this probably a 7.5. Mm-hmm. On concept alone, I think it's amazing. It'd be like a 9. But in execution, it's like a 7, 7.5 for me. Yeah, just from what I've, what I've heard from you, it seems like the story isn't really as grand as it could be and maybe should be for Layton's daughter. Um, from where I've, where up, up to what I've played, it seems like it's just, um, like... It turns out that the clock hands were yeah. an enormous wafer. It's like, oh, you're Lane's daughter. Help me find my cat. It's not a cat, actually. It's an iguana. I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Spoilers. Oh, sorry about um, that. But yeah, no, I, I agree. It's a, it's a very solid game. I can't... I can speak to the puzzles, actually, because I've played the other games. Um, I found them okay, but... But I haven't played the other 3D ones. They're, so I don't know. A lot of the puzzles in this one, last thing I'm going to say before we move on, mm. a lot of the puzzles in this one are like, what should you use to, like, where, where, what water is unfrozen? And you click on the dude instead of clicking on any of the three flows and blocks. It's all like the That's cheaty funny. solutions. It's yeah. the cheaty solutions. A lot of them are cheaty solutions. Like, yeah. like oh, how do you, how, how should you turn this clock to midnight in the fewest number of touches? Just fall asleep and wait until midnight, and it'll be midnight. It's just stupid stuff, that kind of thing. Anyways, how many how many lanterns will be lit at eight a.m.? Zero, because it's daytime. <laughs> uh, Dylan, what is your number two? My number two is Tales of Brazoria. Wow, I didn't think you liked it that much. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that it took the Tales formula that they've built out through a lot of games, and they've refined it to a very strong degree. They made movement more fun they made the story more interesting they have a female lead who is strong and uh independent more interesting awesome the models are still a little wonky because it's 3d and but they're definitely more interesting yeah they do have some anime cutscenes, which is cool and they're more interesting they're more interesting (laughs) you just said like more interesting for Um, the first three things you listed so i wanted to make fun of you the sound the the music is it's more interesting um, <laughs> yeah. No, it has some good a good soundtrack. The combat also, they in the usual in the older Tales games, you can only walk in a straight line until you get a special move that like you have to hold R two or whatever, and then you can move around freely. Oh, like in Tales of Symphonia. That's yeah. like the only other one I've played. Mm-hmm. So, but in this one, you just have the option right away to just walk around freely, which I think, even though it's a small change, it's small changes like that that make Brazeria up to my number two. Well, they kind of changed it from, like, when you go into a battle, are you, like, locked into the battle? You are, but it's a, like, larger circle, and it... It's less like Tekken and more like Kingdom Hearts once you get locked into the battle. Yeah, and instead of, in the older games, it would, like, send you to an arena. In this one, it just kind of, like... You're in a battle. You're in a... Yeah. So it's kind of like Chrono Trigger as opposed to, like, Final Fantasy. Mm -hmm. Totally. Cool. What would you give it? Uh, I'd give it a solid B+. For Bazaria. 8, 8, 8 to 8.5, somewhere around there. Cool. Yeah. Good to know. Uh, my second game is Super Mario Odyssey. Uh, I think like when I come back to this game, Odyssey. like I don't know how much... Yes-y. Odyssey. 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 It's time to jump up in the air. Jump up, don't be scared. Yeah, uh, I was going to put this game on my list, but I'm just the hat. Yeah, well, but you still had a lot of fun. <laughs> no, I did. Two-player mode it's, it's, did. It's really good game. What was enjoyable. Um, yeah. 
I really thought that this was a perfect Mario game. I still kind of prefer Super Mario 64 just because I really like the going into the castle, jumping through the paintings, and collecting stars aspect of it. Mm-hmm. But Super Mario Odyssey, I think, really kind of brought Mario in. Like, it took like that kind of collectathon platformer that we haven't seen since Galaxy Two. Well, since we have that we haven't seen since Galaxy, and they made it popular again. They, you know, they found a way to make it enjoyable for the common crowd. Which you know, Ukulele came out, didn't do so good. That style of game, Hat, a hat in Time was well-received, but usually that style of game doesn't do so well. Mm. Super Mario Odyssey had great music. You know, it had two vocal tracks that were amazing. Yeah. You know, it's got really fun worlds. Both by the voice of Sakura from uh, Naruto. Yeah, it's, it's pretty great. Uh, and, like, even though the story is the same same old, same old, you know, Mario, mm. Safe Peach, it still kind of felt fresh and new in, in some ways. You know, the whole wedding aspect was fun. I liked the fights with Bowser. You know, I liked the Dark Souls world. Mm. I wish that was a lot longer because I feel like it would have been really cool to like actually go through a Dark Souls world as Mario. Yeah. But overall, you know, I thought it was it was really top notch. You know, mm. it really took what Mario needed to do, kind of like how Breath of the Wild brought Zelda into the modern era. This game brought Mario into the modern era, and yeah. so I'm excited to see what they're gonna do when they make like Metroid Prime Four, and when they make you know the next pokemon game on switch like how are they going to evolve these games that have been around for so long and that have been following a very similar formula Mm. uh excuse me and make them better and this is like a random thought but a lot of people love super mario galaxy 2 and that like i see a lot online is super mario odyssey better than galaxy 2 yes it is galaxy 2 it sucks get over it i haven't played it it's it's not as good as everybody thinks it is everybody like raves about it but i don't think it's fun i think it's Boring and tedious, and it's just Galaxy, but more Galaxy. Yeah, Mario Odyssey is a really good game. I do have a couple issues with it, but um, I think some of those are from my own preconceived notions. Like, I wanted there to be a more in-depth story, but it's a Mario game, so I shouldn't have. Yeah, so if you want an in-depth story, play Paper Mario or Mario Mario and Luigi games. Mm -hmm. And this isn't really an issue, just like a weird thing. They have normal-sized people... (laughs) Which is fine and comical, but they don't really make fun of it. It's yeah, they're just, it's just there. there. <laughs> and like their mayor, Pauline, like looks like Peach, so mm-hmm. she's like in the Peach style, but everybody else is like normal people. I tr- I try to consider like what would the game be like if the big city was just you know mushroom people, except we don't really have mushroom people. We just have toads. <laughs> we just have toads. So, eh. I don't know. It's weird. Um, and my my other one is just that I think the while the experience of getting a moon is fun, it might happen a bit too often. Definitely. There's too many moons. I would have to agree. Mm. Uh, but I do still think that every getting most moons is still enjoyable and still plays a fun noise. So yeah, <laughs> that's something towards their credit. Yeah, and the costume costumes are fun too. Yeah, costumes are great. The pixel bits, you know, there's a lot of things. Except they didn't put Luigi in there. Um, Just put a costume. I would I would give Super Mario Odyssey a nine out of ten. I think that it was really, really, really good. Hmm. There's very few flaws with it, and the flaws that are there, I don't think hamper my experience enough to make me. Like you know, when I was playing it, I felt I sometimes I get tired, but I think that's what you do with a game like that. You know, after like two and a half, three hours of playing. A game yeah. you're gonna get a little tired. Totally. And um, so yeah, it was really good. Yeah. Now let's both talk about our number one at the same time. Yeah, we yeah. don't need to say it at the same time, but it's the no, same. No, 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 we should definitely. Say we that haven't we talked do. to each other about our list, but I know it's gonna be number one. For yeah. Let's we'll, we'll, we'll say it, we'll, we'll say it at the same time. Okay. okay. Right. Ready? 
Three, two, two one. one. Sonic Bubsy. Forces. Oh. Oh, it's similar. It's yeah, similar. Yeah, similar. Yeah, no, but you were um, right. Sonic so Forces. So Sonic Forces. So uh, you, boy, this game. You make your own character. Make your own. You can wear a Sonic. They had this TV limited edition where you can play t-shirt? as the uh, some guy from like. Like from one of Atlas, so, like, like one of Atlas's games. Yeah, I don't Atlas the doesn't name. make good games. Um, so it's whatever. probably like a spinoff of Soul Summoner or whatever. No, no, no. Uh, Soul Summoner is a spinoff of Shin Megami Tensei, and oh, Persona is a, sh- a what's spin-off. Persona? It's the spinoff of Shin Megami Tensei. Oh, Persona's the one that's number one on my list. Oh yeah, that's, oh. that's the one that's number one on my list too. <laughs> what a surprise! So uh, enough bullshit about Sonic Forces. Yeah, Persona Five. Like Persona Five is great. Persona, yeah, Persona 5, Five is the closest awesome. I've ever, like the closest that I've ever played to a game that's almost perfection. Yeah, the thing about Persona Five is it's a turn-based RPG. We'll probably do like a Persona Day at some point. Yeah, uh, so I, I don't. Around, we don't but... have to get too into it. Yeah. But... But every the, the game fuck what this game's so good yeah it's amazing the game just oozes style it, which I think is my favorite part of it the music Everywhere. is great the the UI is great the voice mm-hmm. acting is great everything's great characters great you play a hundred great you play a hundred and ten hours of this game and you're not tired no. you want to go back and start your second playthrough and that hundred and ten is just for like a normal playthrough we didn't even complete it we didn't even complete it um and. I think that I played the third one and the fourth one. You've played a bit of it, of both of them, and they've like improved everything. Yeah, literally everything that could be improved has been improved. And in a lot of these games, like from one to two of Kingdom Hearts, um, that's probably a bad example. But in a lot of these games where there's sequels, they improve everything, and then there's maybe like one or two things where like, okay, they tra- changed it, but it's not better. This doesn't happen here. I, I don't know if there's a single... Th- I, when I think about Persona 5, I, the only complaint I can think about is that it builds up to a to like a, a finale with a certain character. True. As a certain boss. Mm-hmm. And that gets... A li- and it's not... The payoff isn't as big as you would want. Yeah. And it does drag a little bit during like one section. But like... Are you talking about the way you... And then there's a... Yeah. Mementos? Okay. I, I was talking about like having to go to Mementos all the time. Yeah. yeah. And then I was also talking was about... Talking about the one with uh, Haru. That, like, section with Haru. Yeah. I was getting a little yeah, tired by that, that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, like, I, I, I don't want that to color anybody's opinions. Like, no. that, that little criticism there. Everything else about this game was perfect. Yeah. Social links, perfect. Like, the item creation system, we didn't use it that much, but it's still great. You know, items. The personas you get. Mm-hmm. The visual. Uh, and everything's explained great. well. And you don't need... I mean, if you want to get everything, you're going to need to walk through... Well... You're gonna to need to walk through to like 100% complete it because like, it's timed based on days. But you don't need to; just have your own fun. Yeah, it's, <laughs> you don't need man. to do shit. You can sleep every day if you want. It'd still be a great game. And it was nice because it had it. It, it was dark at times, mm. but it didn't. It wasn't like it didn't. It didn't like shy away from it. It didn't try to make jokes about it all the time. So yeah. like you know, the like the very first boss is literally like a sexually har- like a teacher who sexually harasses one of his high school students. Yeah. And it's like, that's pretty creepy. Mm-hmm. And the characters take him to town for it, and they beat the shit yeah. out of him. And it's it's awesome. Yeah, you know, like like there's a abusive husband. You know, mm-hmm. it's stuff like that. You know, it's great. Yeah. Oops. And and just based on concept alone, like Persona Five is um, awesome. And then you look at Persona Three, which is still a great game. And I love it. But just based on concept alone, you're a kid who moves to a small town, and then they're going to tv yeah like we you start off as literally you yeah. assaulted a guy so you have to move to this town mm-hmm. and you're essentially like you're living with some guy you don't know in a coffee shop and, and like, like the coffee shop 
Yeah, it's, you're it's like awesome. A, you're like a juvie and... It's fantastic. Go so play good. it now. Don't, why are you listening to this? Yeah, don't, Go play don't the game. All right, I think we, we, half an hour we'll probably have the exact same rating for this on the on this game. Really? I think so. I'm not because I I know what I know the, the like the the there's two numbers I'll never go to, yeah. so I know what number I'm giving Persona Five. All right, go for it. All right, I'm my my Persona Five rating. My is, Persona Five rating is is let's say it at the same time. See if we, we I have can't. The same I need to think because uh, I'm debating between two numbers. Uh, okay. Mine, I mean, mine's going to be in a different... It's not going to be one of the normal set numbers, so... Uh, 9.5. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna. I was debating between 9 and 9.5, and I was going to go with 9.25, but because the thing, it's all up the there. The thing for Persona 5 is that, for me at least, it is the closest to perfect a game mm-hmm. I have ever played. And yeah. 10 is a perfect game, and there is no such thing as a perfect game. No. Some of my Not favorite yet. games, like, you know, Persona 5, it's definitely in my top 10, maybe in my top 5. Mm-hmm. And that's even without having not really played the Persona series that much before I played this game. You don't need to. That's the thing. Even though it's a fifth one, it's not a continuation. But, like, even games I love, like Chrono Trigger, I would never give Chrono Trigger a 10. Chrono Trigger maybe gets a 9, maybe a 9.5. I don't know. Persona 5, it's as close to perfect game as I've ever played. Yeah. That's why i got to give it a 9.5. Mm-hmm. Because I'm not going to give it a 10, because it does have its flaws, it does have its issues. Totally. But those issues detract so little from the game yeah. that it's not like Final Fantasy Fifteen. I don't know why I brought up Final Fantasy Fifteen, but no, Final Fantasy Fifteen is a good good game to bring up. I mean, it's I love it. If I had to talk about my favorite top twenty favorite games, it'd be on there. Um, but it has a lot of issues, ton of issues, a million issues. It's a, it's it's not even a game. It's just an issue. <laughs> There's literally just this big issue. You no, put it in the PS4. But seriously, like it has a core. That's awesome, and I love it, and it has great foundation, but then it just has issues surrounding it. Yeah. As opposed to Persona 5, which it has the same thing, except its core is 99% of it, and its issue is just like a dust speck. Just a little tiny <laughs> dust speck. All right, so we've talked about our top five favorite games. Yeah. We've given them ratings, mm-hmm. and before we uh, sign off for tonight, yeah. we're going to quickly talk about... Um, what games that are coming out next year and mm-hmm. anime? I don't know if we brought up any anime. I don't have any anime. I have uh, one or two. Um, the new, the new uh, series season of uh, full, uh, My Hero Academia. Yeah, that's true. Um, Something. But new games and anime that are coming yeah. out next year that we're excited for. Totally. Um, I didn't put that many games down because I didn't feel like I needed to put that many down. There's really one game that I am extremely pumped for. It might not come out next year because fuck Square Enix, they suck. Yeah, who knows? But. Kingdom Hearts 3, it's supposed to come out next year. I would love it. It looks great. I'm super excited. Yeah. Um, I'm also pumped for they're going to be porting the Phoenix Wright games to the mm-hmm. Switch. That'll be good. Um, personally, they haven't released any stuff for it yet, but I really hope that they end up, instead of just doing the sprites again, I really, really, really hope that they uh, port, they make 3D models. I feel like they could do that. I don't think it would be that hard. And I think that it would make my experience playing those games even great. Don't you like the sprites? I do. I love the sprites. I don't like the trilogy remastered oh, okay. sprites, like sure. the ones that are on the 3DS or the phone. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't like to see those on Switch because I'm not a big fan of those. The thing I really want with that game is for it to be physical. <laughs> yeah. Get your shit together. Um, and then also they're going to have a new one soon, potentially. Hopefully. And that might come out next year. Mm. Uh, and then I'm, I'm sure there's other games that... I, if I were to look at like a big list, I can yeah. get excited for. But usually when it comes to games, either I'm like 
excited for them like six months in advance, or I just buy them when they come out and I enjoy them. You know, mm-hmm. I, I'm not like, I don't get that hyped about games ahead of time. You know, Persona 5, Breath of the Wild are probably the two games that I was waiting for yeah. for like months. Uh, Nonary games too. Totally. All right, and then I know you said you didn't bring up anime, but one thing that I'm really excited for, Fate Extra, coming out next year pretty soon. I think it's like January or Mm -hmm. February or March. I think it's January. I think it's something really quick. So hopefully that comes out, and that'll be great. Yeah, hopefully. And uh, Heaven's Field dub is going to come out. Well, the Heaven's Field dub is like technically already out. I don't know when they're going to put it up online, though. That's the problem. I don't know. The Phoenix Wright dub is also coming out for the anime. Um, hopefully, if the dub does really good, like the Blu-ray sells well, they might actually continue the series, which might be nice. You know, it Let's wasn't the best that. anime, but that'd be nice if they like actually finished that. Get the last game out. <sighs> right? Like, they did two games, and they yeah. didn't do the third one. Happy holidays from your friends in Egypt. <laughs> they make good dubs. My number one is Sonic Forces. I haven't played the game, but the soundtrack's good.